The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show, in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa Al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create, and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi, proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. Hello, I'm Andrew Tuck, and you're listening to Tool Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. In Basel, one evolving area of the city is bringing forward the debate over what to do with decommissioned land. On the banks of the Rhine, a once-bustling industrial area has been claimed by both citizens and developers alike. So, who will win out? Monocle's Maya Renfer tells us more. Basel might be best known for its cultural scene. Museums and institutions offer a rich programme from ballet and opera to cutting-edge modern art exhibitions. Art Basel draws in leading art galleries annually, and buildings by Herzog and Damont adorn every other corner of the city. Located in the northwest corner of Switzerland, Basel might also be associated with the Rhine carving its way through the romantic old neighbourhoods. The river is not only used by cargo ships, but swimming locals. Once temperatures reach 20 degrees, hundreds of Basler jump into the Rhine to make their way along the riverbanks. Floating on top of inflatable, colourful clothing bags, they transform the river into a speckled rainbow pattern every summer. Also connected to the Rhine, but less present in the public awareness, is the pharmaceutical dominance of the city. Basel has a long industrial history. To this day, life science giants like Roche and Novartis are headquartered along the riverside. Quite naturally, considering the trading power of the 1,230-kilometre-long river, the Rhine ports used to be much frequented, fueling the local chemical companies in the northern tip of the city. It was there, in the Klebeck area, that chemical companies like BASF and Novartis produced medicine and collar dyes. For more than 100 years, the Klebeck generated the city's wealth in the form of chemical compounds. It was only recently that companies moved away, leaving the industrial Klebeck abandoned and deserted. But it didn't take long for travellers to arrive in their caravans, where they set up small eateries. Similarly, the Basler youth claimed the area as its meeting spot, and bars and clubs opened their venues taking advantage of the remote location. The factory pipes crippled, the smoke now mainly comes from the disposable barbecues bought for family reunions, and from cigarettes of young people sitting on the concrete piers until the wee hours of the morning. With the sound of industrial production gone, the Klebeck of today 
offers a broad soundscape including samba from the large Brazilian communities, adolescent laughter and the consistent bass blasting from the techno ships moored on the river banks. Within months, the industrial void was filled with life and diversity. But, as with any urban neighbourhood in overpopulated Central Europe, city developers were quick to see expansion potential. Plans were drawn up to transform the Klebeck into a brand new hip neighbourhood. The interim use that the Klebeck is now under is only supposed to last until 2024. After that, the area of around 300,000 square kilometres is to house 20,000 inhabitants and create 30,000 jobs. It was also soon enough that quarrels emerged around the Klebeck's future. Local communities raised initiatives to be more involved in the transformation of their homes and voiced concerns around sustainability, affordability and, most importantly, health and safety. A report published in 2019 accused both the government and chemical companies of a lazy clean-up job. When the chemical industry left the area, there were no efforts to search for toxic residues and there were no plans for decontamination prior to building the shiny new neighbourhood of tomorrow. The city's chemical wealth left unwanted traces. A cocktail of 2,000 types of contaminants is potentially hiding away in the neighbourhood's groundwater. Basel scores high in terms of quality of life, and with its prime location in the city, the Klebeck is an urban goldmine. If that potential is to be harnessed without undermining the neighbourhood's livability, developers will have to work with both, a consideration of the area's industrial past and an appreciation of the cultural richness that has grown organically, entirely without a bulldozer. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was written by Maya Renfer and produced and edited by David Stevens. And remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>